So, but anyways, we're going to get started. So this is official episode nine, and we are here with the one and only Fon Gerard, Dwayne Martin, and Calvin Smock. Welcome to the Bearwell Project, you three. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Um, I know you guys have a lot going on. And, um, I know you have some big things coming up, which is the focus of this podcast. But right now, why don't you guys tell us, like, first of all, we know, Dwayne, you, you're competing already. So why don't we we'll get going with you? Because you had that one heck of an IBO first uh, first leg of the, of the IBO. Why don't you tell us how things are going, what your shooting's looking like, and, and what your training's looking like? Uh, this weekend was really, really good for me. Uh, changed a couple things in my process, and it seemed to really be clicking this weekend. Give me a little more patience. Uh, give me something to do after I get the tip of the arrow to the 11th. And just, you know, looking at string blur every time, it really fixed my left and right issues I was having. And, you know, I've been practicing really hard. It's been raining here now for a week. So I haven't shot since pipe stem but yeah this weekend was really you know scored really well and you know a pretty tough course i think i saw somebody post that or maybe it was you that posted about the courses were were pretty tough well laid out really good really really well laid out they was yep yep good solid course larry cade with ibo always does a great job you know a lot of uh challenging shots challenge yardage you know, Larry's a master manipulator at hiding yardage on a course. And, you know, we, I got yarded a couple times, especially on an alligator. Uh, I shot it for 25 and it was about 28. That didn't end up well. But, yeah, well, it, was, it was good. At least you're honest. In all fairness, he's probably complaining about a 10. <laughs> no, this, was, this wasn't even an 8. <laughs> Well, like I said, congratulations on that on that tournament. You said that was your best score you've ever shot in IBL, right? Yeah, three eighty four out of four hundred. Outstanding, dude. That's amazing. Good shooting, real good shooting. Thank you. Um, Fun. How about you? What's up? I know your um, your summer sort of just started, right? Your I'm school teacher, for, right? Out of school, yeah. Right. It it just kind of started, um, but. Archery started right after we got done with nationals, so we're outdoors. So, um, as you know, our field got canceled. We found out about two weeks ago. I was kind of devastated because I've been uh, trying to uh, really get going for that because I have um, a chip on my shoulder for my own self with that. So, uh, when that happened, I decided that we're just going to put the round bales away and pull off the 3D and really hit it hard. And so I just got a new bow yesterday in the mail that I'm going to try out. So already shooting it to the point where I have a cast in a bad spot. So it's all good. All right. Well, good. Uh, so you're, how many days a week you're practicing right now? Every. You're shooting every day? How many hours, <laughs> how many, approximately how many arrows a week are you, are you getting in? A week? yeah um how about a day 30 to 60 a day is what i'm trying okay so i i'm not i'm not huge on practice until my arms fall off i'm huge on um, quality versus quantity 
Right. So, I think that's a great theory. And then uh, trying to tune stuff and tune some stuff in. And, and uh, um, like I said, I just got a new bow yesterday in the mail. And uh, so trying to figure it out and see what I need to tweak on it and, and what I need to do to make it shoot the way I want it to. Good stuff. All right. Cal, how about yourself? I know you just came off the practice range, you told us, before we started recording. Yeah, that's correct. I did. I, uh, I was also at the IBO, and I didn't have quite the weekend that Dwayne Martin had. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, I shot, I've been shooting a lot. I got a, I got a new longbow. Some know, some don't. Uh, trying to figure it out. I dropped a lot of poundage compared to what I used to shoot. And uh, so uh, I've been shooting a lot of local stuff. Most of it, of course, is always short, you know, and I, I guess I wasn't uh, doing enough yardage judging and longer shooting, you know. I kind of, in a way I was, in a way I wasn't. I'd shoot a lot of 30-yard stuff because the WA stuff is 33, so I like to know where I'm shooting out there. But somewhere along the line I missed around the 24 25 and uh, so I struggled at the IBO with yardage not so much my shooting but uh, yardage judging uh, a lot of highs and lows and, uh, how know, many pounds did you cut huh how many pounds did you cut on your shooting bow eight eight that's quite a bit that's yeah it's a lot but so what are you at like 42 now 42 yep yep uh Shooting the same, basically the same. Not as quick, or is it, does it seem to be still pretty snappy? Yeah, the, 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 new, the new bow, uh, it's got a little more reflex deflex in it, you know, and uh, uh, it, it shoots an arrow really well, you know. So I didn't give up much except the poundage, you know. It shoots well. Um, back Randy has almost the identical bow to mine. And uh, he shot his real well. He shot a great score, 357, I think. You know, and this, this, and uh, and Trevor had a new bow, and he shot, he shot a what a 43 or something, you know, or somewhere. In yeah, the, yeah, he was in the 40s. Yeah, so yeah, low 40s. He shot really well. The courses they shot well, I shot bad, and what they shot bad, I shot well. Don't ask me why. I don't know whether. You know, we just got warmed up or, you know, they, they shot the first course as bad. So did I, even though they were opposite. So I don't know. I shot the last two courses pretty well. I shot in the 90s. But nice. I shot the 70s on the first one. So, you know, it, 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 uh, I, I didn't end up terrible. And I really wasn't too disappointed. I hadn't shot IBO for four years. Um, or that, I mean, other than Canada, and I practiced a lot last year for Canada, you know, and I was, I was, I was pretty ready for that, but I guess I kind of, kind of loafing this, this spring, you know, and shooting uh, too much locals, not too much, but I should probably should be shooting from different stakes, you know, getting myself better prepared for the IBO. I kind of walked in there unprepared, really. So, this but we'll, we'll spring, get it figured out. So. This whole spring is weird. It's just a weird feeling to the archery in general, I yeah. feel. Yeah. Well, there's a, good, there's a good lesson in there. And like one Calvin is trying to teach is if, if you go to an event and expect to see a lot of 25s, 
you know, 25 yardage, uh, you want to go shoot your local stuff and shoot a lot of 25 yard, uh, Absolutely. yard ranges. Exactly. I'm, I, I shoot with a big gang. John knows my gang. Uh, Dwayne knows some of them, but John shot with us locally before. And, you know, you shoot with a big group. You kind of go, got to go with the group. And, yep. and you know, I, I kind of really need to sneak, sneak away and, or, you know, uh, get out there with just one or two guys and work at it a little bit better than I, than I have been. You know, I, I used to do that a lot, but uh, uh, I shoot Wednesdays and weekends, you know, back, back when I was actually could hit something. And uh, I'll get back to that now. You know, it's, it was a kind of a wake up call for me. I mean, I didn't shoot terribly well, ended up fifth, but it was bad in my book, but none of us are ever happy. If if we won, we'd like to won by more points than we did. So, you know, that's just the way we were wired. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, hey, man, that's that's the way all of us are. I mean, we always there's always room for improvement. We just have yeah. to have to work for it. Yeah. Mr. Demmer, how about you? He's been fishing. I know a lot, <laughs> and apparently growing a beard. And apparently. He hasn't spent too much time shaving, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's locked up. Still can't go to the barbershop. <laughs> hey, I'll cut it for you. I'm pretty good. Your wife will take care of it, I'm sure. That's not true. Uh, broken in Pennsylvania. That's just a cop-out. <laughs> my, my local barber is not open. We're still yellow. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> yeah, we're still yellow, too, but I don't need a barber. <laughs> We're at seventy-five percent capacity on most things. I live in Virginia, so nothing else needs to be said. <laughs> <laughs> if you did, we couldn't understand it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we go, we Thank go in for a haircut and come out with like a mani pedi or something. <laughs> come out with a boob job. <laughs> <laughs> So, John, you start. Is that what happened to Dwayne? Boob job. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't take long. (laughs) Wow. New subject, please. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, John, get back on track. I know you started shooting, so how's it going? Yeah, I know you're having some issues with your elbow, but you said that's feeling good, right? Yeah, it took uh, whew, probably three months off. Wow. And it just started up about about a uh, yeah, like a week ago. Um, just keeping it keeping it slow, steady. Uh, make sure I don't re-aggravate everything. Make sure everything's working right. Um, I think I shot my fourth half round today uh, within the last like week and a yeah, about a week week and a half. Still feels still feel good. Um, body's not hurting. Uh, still really weak on my shots like strength is starting to kind of sneak in there now um feeling of the bow and grip and stuff is starting to creep back in so uh, i can't really complain about the scores for the half rounds uh they're in the 320s so can't really complain too too bad um shooting a lot of sevens and eights but shooting a lot of nines and tens so that part's good um like i said before earlier shooting like 38 pounds keep 38 37 pounds keeping the light uh, keeping the bow mass light, make sure working the elbow, you know, gradually and 
see how things go. I'll probably keep progressing at that um, slow pace for another week or two and maybe kind of slowly build it back up to shooting a full round here and there. Good. Did you ever get your elbow looked at or no? Uh, I did a couple years ago. Um, I had like a partial tear in one of the tendons and it was healed up pretty good for about a year. And then for whatever reason this year, I forget where it was at. I don't know if it was a couple of weeks before Lancaster, I started yeah. to re-aggravate it slowly and it just like, it, it almost reverted back to where it was before where it was quite painful. Um, but you know, it's, it's it, you know, made the adjustment and just worked through it. And when I had some time off, took some time off. If you, I know I mentioned this to you before and in case anybody that's listening has issues, two things that, that you can do that will help for sure is grass and scraping. And I, I know I mentioned it to you, but I know you're not like, you didn't go, get it looked at if you can find like a chiropractor or a doctor that does grats and scraping and it's a it's a muscle manipulation where they go in with like it looks like a like a brass knuckle but it's got a smooth edge on it and they go and they rub the adhesions out of your um, muscle fibers it helps tremendously like if you had a previous injury um and then you obviously are gonna have scar tissue in there that creates adhesions in the, in the muscles and in the ligaments that actually will help tremendously that and kinesio tape to help with the circulation a little bit but you know i know you're a little old school so you're like i don't want to go to a doctor well i got i got all my <laughs> i got all my kinesio tape that had uh carrie welsh on it <laughs> so well, i do know what Ken, kinesio kinesio tape yeah i know i know yeah. you know <laughs> i've seen you i think i've seen you with it on before if i remember correctly on your nose Besides my nose. <laughs> but, well, good, man. I'm glad that it's feeling better. I know I plagued you all of indoor for the most part. So that's good stuff. Yep. So what have you been up to? Oh, me? Uh, well, GHA is back open. Um, so hooray for that. Um, the future of business in Pennsylvania is tough. Um, the kids are practicing again. So I'm excited for that. I get to see my kids, but they're all scheduled individually um, or, well, no, right now they're allowed to come in at the same time, but I won't have any more than six inside um, on the, on our range. Um, I just started shooting myself two weeks ago. Um, I would say um, average, I haven't shot a full half yet, um, but my average score is somewhere between 49 and like 53. So per end so it's not great but it is what it is and that's what happens when you don't practice so i'm sure i'll be fine i'm shooting the summer solstice this weekend at lancaster archery so i'm a lonesome soldier at 50 meters and bare bow but i mean i just i it's not a star fita obviously and i wasn't gonna i just wanted to sign up because i just i'm i'm anxious to get on a tournament line i'm not there yet um, I'll probably do a ton of blind bail over the next two days and, and draw holds because that's all I really need. That's, that's really like the, the nitty gritty for me. If I do those, everything comes back. Um, cause my timing comes back on my release. My feel comes back on my release. My bow arm gets strong from doing the, the draw holds and, you know, we'll see how it goes. I, I'm not, I have no expectation whatsoever. I just want to shoot on a shooting line with other people at this point. So 
How many are going? Uh, it's a very light, light um, line from what I can see. There's not a lot. Like I think oh. Kate, Casey might be the only 70 meter Olympic recurve that I saw on archers. Brian not shooting? Uh, he's probably running it. So I, I would assume unless they're going to try to run multiple lines all day long, that could be, but uh, under the registration and archers, there's, it's very, very, very light. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, Hey, at least we get to shoot. How many, how many States are still closed completely? So, but that's, what's up. I mean, we're making our way through We'll see. Outdoor nationals isn't that far away. It's only a couple months. So, but anyway, the real reason we're here, um, is something special that Dwayne and Fawn and gang have put together. And we want to, um, we want to highlight that. And that's the Baribo boot camp. Is that what you're calling it, Dwayne? Yes, sir. Why don't you guys fill us in and give us the complete rundown of the Baribo boot camp? I'm talking where, when, how much, the goals of the boot camp, and everything that's going into this thing and, and, and the focus of it. Okay. Well, the focus, number one, is simply to create the absolute best barebow team, USA archery, the world archery USA team, barebow, longbow, instinctive, basically anybody that has any interest in, in trying out for the next 3D team event in Italy. 2021 and what we're doing we're meeting in wilmington ohio at fawn's local club her home club we're meeting it's nine mentors we don't want to call them coaches because really you know most of us are not coaches i mean we're good archers that has figured out our method we've made our method work for us because, you know, everybody's method is not the same. You know, we all have similarities in what we do. But for the most part, you know, I don't shoot exactly like Calvin or Fawn or John or Jim Powell or anybody else. But what we're doing, we're bringing in nine of the best barebow archers, 3D barebow archers, over the past 10 years. Uh, the mentors are going to be Calvin. Fawn, John Dimmer, John Winker, Ken Rainus, Jim Powell, uh, Randy Irvine, Randy Irvine, Target you, myself, yeah. uh, but it's nine of us. And what we're going to do is kind of a round robin to where if we have nine mentors and let's say we have 90 people show up just to keep numbers easy then each mentor is going to take 10 people and mentor those people find out where their shortcomings are in the 3d field whether it's yardage estimation whether it's tuning the bow whether it is their mental game whether it's some light form issues you know we're not we're not really there this boot camp is really not about the guy that just started shooting two weeks before you know, we want the more advanced, experienced archer simply to try to troubleshoot and get him up to the next level, him or her. 
You know, we love to have a bunch of women show up to, you know, because our women's team went to France and went to Canada. We had a good, strong team, but we want a better team next time. So that's what the whole, you know, we're starting this out on a Friday night, probably about six o'clock. We're going to do a meet and greet. We're going to introduce all the mentors to the archers that are there, give them a quick background on what they've achieved, on what their goals are for the weekend. Then we're going to have a, uh, a supper. We're going to talk. We're going to answer some questions Friday night. Saturday morning, we're going to get started early so we can have all of the daylight we possibly can to get through. The archers can get through with each mentor. Like, you know, they can go through my camp, so to speak. Then that 10 archers can go into Calvin's camp, and then they can get into John's camp and Fawn's camp and everybody. Because, you know, the guys, they may come into my camp and really take something from it or take nothing from it. Uh, you know, I was talking to Jim Powell the other day. You know, Jim's a guy I have always looked up to. He's always been relevant over the past 20 years shooting bare bow. When me and John Demmer first got into IBO, he was the man to beat, period. You had to he beat wasn't, He was, wasn't very nice on the scorecard. <laughs> no, he was hard on us. And, uh, but, you know, how he does things is different than how I do it. But he's, he's made it work. Outstanding. Did I miss anything you want to add to it? Um, on Sunday, um, I know Ken – my husband has, um, he's going to be setting up some target situations also. So on Sunday, we're going to do some high stress situations as far as shoot downs. Um, so we're going to put them in that, that stressful situation of you've got a white card in front of you. You only got 30 seconds. You've got, you know, you're, you're doing this timed one head to head. Um, so because in the United States, we don't tend to do that. We don't have that high stress every other weekend like they do overseas when they compete. So we're going to make sure that that's taken care of. Um, we also have Mark Hodges who's coming in. He's one of our mentors and he is like the guru of U.S. archery. Amen to that, brother. Um, U.S. archery and world archery rules and regulations. And so he's going to make sure that you know what is legal and what's not. What, what rules you need to really make sure that you know of and then how to do those um, if you've got a discrepancy like we had in France. Um, how, how do you go about saying, no, this isn't right, I, you know, I want to dispute it. So he wants to make sure that we all know, you know, the background on that also. So we're trying to make sure that we're all as informed as possible so that we never get caught with our pants down per se like we did in France and not know what's going on. We want to make sure they're as educated as possible when we go to Italy so that there isn't any of this. Somebody says this and we go, oh, well, I didn't know because we want to be informed. You froze for a second, Fawn, but that's okay. It'll, it'll catch up. There you go. Now, there you are. It was, it was um, the face. I think the face that froze was probably the same face you made when um, Tau pants Demmer. <laughs> no, that was this. Oh, no, I... oh no, you're breaking up again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still have that video, just saying. 
we'll keep that for a rainy day. All right. <laughs> I heard there was a birthday celebration scheduled for Saturday during the boot camp. I have not heard that. For who? Do I need to bring a cake? Is it your birthday, John? Oh. Oh, oh, I, I got a lot. Oh, oh, you just went away. I thought it was going to be something important. <laughs> well, we can definitely do a birthday celebration. Um, all girls, um, they call them the Fonettes, my students. Um, we're going to have those girls come out and they're going to help with all the um, mental. Where'd she go? I don't know. She disappeared. Please tell me she disappeared. Yeah, I think she just logged off, or maybe she got booted. Hopefully, she comes back on. We see if she's there. I do not see her. I think she. I think she did. I wonder what happened. Maybe she got a bad connection. She'll get back in. Um, yeah, John, how old are you going to be? Let's not skip over that. <laughs> nine years. Nine years less than Dwayne. <laughs> oh. Oh, Dwayne and Cal. Thanks. Listen, Listen. Calvin. man, you know, thank God you two are here. From now on, I'm just going to have guests that are much, a little bit older than me. Frank, I don't, I don't know this in this because, because he constantly picks on me for being all, what, two years older than him. Or not even. Yeah, I'm old. I mean, when, when, Rick, when Rick was on. You look I like an, an old Howie Mandel. <laughs> I've heard that before. I've heard that before. You got to come up with some more original than that. <laughs> Hopefully, Fawn gets back in. We uh, we lost her for a second, but that's fine. So, Cal. Fawn uh, says, says, I am mute. I can't, but I don't see her. Like, she's not even in here. She's not even there. Oh, no, wait, there she is. She must have got back in. Santo was trying to yeah. sneak in, you know. <laughs> Santo's in here already. He's in here already. <laughs> Santos has been in here with his dog and his cat and everything else. He was actually number one to pay for the position to be on this um, at this boot camp. Who's that? He was the first one to get in. Santo. Santo. First yeah. one to sign up. Yeah. Outstanding. Number one. So, what are the dates of this boot camp? Have, uh, so September 11th. September 11th, 12th, 13th. Yep, 11, 12, 13. I got to put that on my phone. The only thing that stinks, and I told Fawn this when I talked to you and Dwayne, and I talked to you and Fawn earlier in the week, that's back to school for us, um, unfortunately. But we have to we'll see if I can't get down there for that to participate and support the team, the team, the fundraiser. Yep. Barabow 3D boot camp. Um, Fawn, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna highlight you for a second. You said about your Fawnette. Is that, is that who you, the the kids or the girls you coach? Um, girls. Um, I coach a couple. I mean, I coach a, a quite a few kids yeah. at our local club, and um, Liz Coombs and Jim Coombs. They are our Joad group that's in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. uh, and Jim called all my kids the Fawnettes. So I have the Fawnsters, the boys, and the She keeps cutting out. She's gone. <laughs> no, she's is she, back. Is she back? 
Well, she's back there, but she's still muted. I don't know why she keeps getting her, muted. I see her smiling face. I know, I know. All right, I'm gonna un. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't know okay, what so, happened. So anyway, they call the guys the Fonsters and the girls the Fonz Fonettes, and they're just the 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 bare bow group that I have that I coach. Um, they come out to my house and they shoot and they go to the club and they shoot and we meet at local shoots and shoot. And so uh, they're going to come out and they're going to help us. Um, they're going to do any running that the mentors might need um, as far as you know, if somebody needs water or what have you. Um, and they're also going to, you know, hopefully absorb a little information seeing that they're still young um, kids. You know, they're, they're still only shooting out to 15, you know, 15 yards. So they're not, they're not at that level that we're looking for, for this, this mentorship, but I still think that they could probably, by hanging out with these guys, they can definitely pick some stuff up. Good. I, I, I want to tell you though, you have done an amazing job as a female barebow shooter representing barebow and, and, and recruit your, just your personality is draws to people. And I can tell you that because I'm fortunate to coach some um, very talented young people in general, but a few girls that I work with and also have become friends with some shooters. I know like John, John shot with Amelia. She's in the UK. She knows who you are. Um, you know, you are sort of the face of female barebow and I have to give you credit where credit is due because these girls all look up to you. Absolutely. I mean, and I a hundred percent can say that as a coach, they look up to you and, and I tell them very often that's a good thing. And you pay attention to the, her, her demeanor and the way that she is with others and on and on the tournament line in general. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm highlighting you because I know that you mean a lot to the kids that I work with. They know who you are. And I think that's important for Barabo. And like, if, if there was a room of people here, like I'd be clapping for you because that's, that's how I feel you represent um, the women in the sport. So I'm just putting that out there. Um, I think it's, it's a worthwhile thing I to say. I appreciate that. Well, you're, and you're absolutely well, uh, very welcome. You know, it's just, I, I think, and the fact that I you're so involved. I hope I continue involved. to live up to that. And I, and I, and I do, I think, you know, the future of, of archery is our kids. And if we teach them right and teach them what, that you know, winning isn't everything. It's it's about being the best that you can be. Then we're gonna have some amazing, amazing archers here in not very long. Yeah, phone's gone again, but she's a hundred percent right. There's there's a awful lot of young people. I got we got a lot of people, a lot of girls and guys shooting S3DA down south, more down south than up here, and. Uh, they're really, uh, there's some really great shots, I think, in the it's, next few years. There's a lot of talent right now. I mean. The IPO this weekend. I mean, there were some new guys showed up. I mean, Matt, uh, Matt Dierker came in and, golly, Ned, he just turned in a great score. That new uh, Jared. Jeremy. Oh. What's Jared's last name? Dylan. I'm sorry. Jeremy. Jeremy. Dorsett. Jeremy Dorsett showed up, and, man, he was at the bags just killing it. I mean, just yeah. – yeah, and shot, and shot a good solid score. There's yeah. a lot of lot of new people showing up at, you know, the 3D shoots as well as indoors. You know, Lancaster has been such a – No, Sydney, Sydney shot well. 
Yep. Yeah, they shot real well. She's, yep. So she, she, you know, she's been a player. She's going to continue to be, I think. You know, Sydney. Yeah. You know, yep. she's she's up there, and um, she shot the second highest score from the White Stake this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Randy only Randy first, beat her by four points. So. Yeah. You no, know, she shot well. You know, so she's coming along really well. So. Yep. And she's only seventeen. Yeah. She has a lot, a lot, a lot of growing to do, and she's so high already. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of kids. There's some amazing young barebow talent across the country at all formats, all, all formats. Absolutely. The, the access to knowledge is starting to show, and just like what you're doing with this boot camp, is starting to pay its dividends. These kids are picking up more and more and more and more. Yeah. And they're, I mean, thank goodness I won't have to shoot against a lot of them because I'll, I'll, I welcome that master class as soon as I can get to it. Because these kids are just going to kill it. They're going to yeah. kill it. Yeah. I'm gonna stay in this class and try to beat up on John Demmer some more. But uh, other than that, that's you know that's, that's my only goal in life is to beat John Demmer everywhere I go. Mine too. Man, <laughs> high fives to all of you for that one. High fives. <laughs> high fives. <laughs> the whole the whole thing froze on me, so I didn't even hear any of it. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> even better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You probably got too much hair in your ears. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember that day really well, Fawn. Me too. I got both Fawns in one day. What was that, Fawn? Show us again, because you cut out for a second. Show us again. All right. This is the um, 2019 National Indoor Finals for Barebow. So the women had to shoot against the men. I remember that. And, of course, I draw... <laughs> I draw my first round is against John Grace? Dillinger. Oh, that's right. Then I had to shoot against John Demmer. And then Grayson beat me by sets, but not by points. So I ended up third, which is pretty darn good, I think. So um, it's, it's the coolest trophy I've ever won, I think. So it's, it's, it's pretty neat. So, cool. but it's, it, 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 was, it was pretty awesome. Very but it's a John, it's a John moment that makes me remember it every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friend. JD1 and JD3, both in one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I love you. Uh, I got to... <laughs> I got to... Without the beard, though, John, I'll be honest. <laughs> I got a question. Is there any chance that you're going to do another boot camp? You know, I I would love to see it. I'd love to see us do one every year. I mean, I don't know if that's feasible. I don't know if it's, you know, if, if we would ever have the, you know, the, the participation for it. But, you know, we've all been about giving back as much as we can. I mean, you know, we all stay on the phone, seems like sometimes hours a day helping people to call and have a tuning question or a this question or a that question. And, you know, we've all been about giving back forever. And I just think we need to continue in that, uh, you know, genre. Just we, we take so much out of the sport, you know, just in friendship and travel and competition. And, you know, you win something every now and then. But, 
you know, it's all about, it's all about giving back. Yeah. Well, I, I thought yes, maybe I would it would be an opportunity. Know. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be great if you could. Um, I'm sure. I mean, you have some time before 2021. So yes. You know, if you could pull, pull one off or maybe even do it indoor if necessary, I guess you get, you know, out in that general area, I don't know what the facilities are like that you can get indoor, like out to 30, 35 yards. But, you know, I mean, whatever we can do um, on, on from the Barebow Project side, I know we, we chatted a little bit sidebar via PM, but, um, you know, if there's something that we can do to try to help and promote, game on. Well, Barebow Project's behind it, whatever way we can. We appreciate sure. that. Um, yeah, thank you. John, anything that John Demmer, um, anything that you think we really want to highlight with while we have this crew together? Obviously, it's 3D season. Anything that, that's in the top of your head that we want to try to highlight um, before we get into the question and answer portion and we let bring everybody's videos up? Well, the four people you got on right now, I mean, we, we were all, we all have been part of a, uh, a winning team for U.S. Archery. Um, I was in for field, Dwayne, Cal, Fawn uh, for 3D. Um, just maybe have them talk about their experience shooting uh, as a team, you know, with a bunch of different uh, styles, like with, uh, Dwayne and Fawn shooting with a longbow and compound and and what it meant to them as it will uh, for the success that they had as a team and the challenges that they had as a team. And, something to give somebody to inspire to try to make the team and shoot good enough to make the mixed team. Anybody care to start? Calvin? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, certainly was uh, in France was the highlight of our trip because uh, individually we didn't do all that great. But uh, as a team, you know, we uh, – uh, we got thrown in there. We, uh, uh, as a team, we were ranked seventh. Um, you know, it was me, Dwayne, and uh, Dalton Richardson, and uh, well, he was 16 at the time. And uh, you know, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was, it was, a, it was an honor. I mean, well, I, you know, John and Fawn, and you know, we we going over there. I mean. Uh, it's an experience that uh, it's crazy, really. I mean, the, the Europeans, they go all out. I don't care if you're just, you know, the whole team's lined up. Everybody's there watching, cheering. Uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, uh, we was fortunate enough. Uh, the, the women didn't make, uh, uh, we didn't have enough good shooters or shoot well enough in France. But this year, the girls, um, Shot really well. We had a good, good enough team. The girls got in and did a good job. Ended up third, and uh, uh, you know it's, it's awesome to be on a team. I mean, yo, it, it, team it, is an amazing place to be. Oh my! I mean, uh, it was crazy. I mean, uh, it's the greatest experience. I think we all agree it's the greatest experience in archery you're going to have is being on a team representing your country. And standing on that podium while they played our national anthem in a foreign country is crazy. 
you know. Yeah, very, very emotional, very humbling experience. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to all the countries to make that team, you know. And they take the, for to be on the team, they take our top, uh, whether it's man or woman or top compound shooter, wherever they finished, the top barebow shooter or instinctive shooter, whichever one's highest. It's usually, I think, uh, was UK or Canada, didn't they use their instinctive shooter? One of those. I think they did. Those yep. actually yep. used their instinctive shooter instead That's right. of their bow shooter. And yep. then the, the top longbow shooter in men or women. And, uh, and then, uh, I don't know, they take the top eight this year in in canada or they go more i can't remember no it was top eight it, it, it was top eight in france but uh and then you know eight against one seven against two you know they go through the shoot offs and and everybody can literally usually in france everybody could stand behind and watch all that and in canada you kind of could but they had some stuff in the way and made it hard but you could still watch and uh but it was awesome watching everything. You know, we was we was uh, the only one shooting, so you know your your head's in the game. You don't you know you don't even turn around and see who's watching you. You know you don't even know what's going on behind you. But this year we got to watch the girls, you know, and and uh, uh, we had some amazing shooters. You know, Fawn's always amazing, of course, and then. Amber Yacht from Texas. I mean, Oklahoma. she uh, she uh, she stepped up to the plate big time, and uh, uh, Heather Gore was our compound gal, and she shot really well all weekend. Uh, our team was amazing in Canada. Trust me. I, I mean, we only had out of twenty four, we only had one person that didn't make the cut, and, and he only missed it by a little wee bit. And uh, I don't think any other country did that. And uh, and then to watch everybody come up through the shoot-offs, claw their way back up to uh, a, a position, you know, it was awesome to watch. You know, I'm so proud of all the all, all the people that uh, got in there and and made it back up into contention. It, it was it was pretty cool. You know, I'm proud of the team we had. I'm proud of the 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 team that went to France. You know, everybody did their best and. And listen, you know, um, we go to Italy. There's going to be about twice as many countries show up in Italy. And, and Italy is not going to be flat. It's not going to be, and I don't know, it'll be a tough, it'll be a tough crowd. I Italy. think it'll be more like France than it was, yeah. uh, I do than too. It was Canada. Yeah, as far as terrain. You know, Italy was a, or France was a lot of uphill, downhill. Uh, Canada was a good bit flatter just because of the terrain. But it was, a, you know, it, it was both experiences was just amazing. I mean. Well, in Canada, we shot Reinhardt's. That was a benefit to us because we, we shot Reinhardt's at IBO. In France, we shot, I don't know, Nature Foam or something and, Good grief. I don't know what the heck half the time we was even shooting at, you know. And, oh, and, uh, and, uh, and, and when we go to Italy, we're going to be shooting uh, another different target that we've never seen before. So it's something they shoot all the time, and the Italians as a strong team make no mistake in every class. 
uh, and that's something they're going to be used to advantage them, you know. So we really need to have these boot camps and and uh, get everybody uh, that's that's interested, you know, up on the wheel right now. I mean, these people have training camps over there. I mean, they don't sit around and do shoot one competition and get to go. They they earn their spots, you know. They they train together a lot. Some probably more than others. Um, it's going to be a tough crowd over there. <laughs> you know, we we need to be we need to send a good team to to Italy. There's no doubt about it. If we expect to do well, uh, uh, and nobody's safe over there. Trust me. John knows it. Fun knows it. Dwayne knows it. We know those people. You know, we've we've shot against them now three or four times, and you know, they they hey, they come to Lancaster. Some of them, everybody knows who some of them are. You know, yeah, they're all. I mean, they're all. Them cats can shoot. <laughs> they're world class shooters, and I mean, they practice hard. They act as a team year round. Uh, they live a lot closer together than all of us here in the states. And, you know, it's just much easier for them to get together. And, you know, they take archery. I don't know if they take it any more serious than we do, but they do have, you know, a lot of times they get together and shoot and work on problems and, you know, just help each other be the best they can. Right. And they're also, uh, most of them, that's their job. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And besides I'm that. <laughs> So uh, let's talk about the pink elephant in the room. Uh, yeah, what? How many countries are out there? Probably most, if not, I don't. I don't really know for sure, but I know a lot, like Russia and Ukraine and a lot of the Asian countries. Their Olympic athletes are just paid government employees. Um, not all, but yeah. But we had what yeah. thirty thirty plus countries when we went to France 33 41 countries in France and like 29 or something in Canada right there wasn't as many in Canada that's right had, I think we had 41 countries in Canada and of the top eight that got to shoot the team competitions I heard that the USA was the only unpaid team there is what I heard I mean that that's what I was told you mean in Canada or France France France, yeah, yeah, and, and all the countries that didn't go, they'll go to Italy because they can get on a bus and drive there. And uh, I know we know people that friends with on Facebook and friends that we've shot with over there that didn't come because they couldn't afford or couldn't take the time or whatever, like uh, hang and hang baggy. And I mean, the, him and his wife are the two bads, cats and the lamb when it comes to instinctive archery, they want more stuff than Carter's got pills. So, um, and this, and let's, let's highlight that as well, because I don't know if we mentioned that or maybe Dwayne, you did, but that's what this boot camp is. This boot camp is, is just in support of team USA. Also. Correct. It's all about supporting so, team USA, building a better team. And we're using it as a fundraiser. I mean, you know, I really feel like we're leaving some of our best archers at home because of the financial commitment. I mean, the team trials, you're going to miss about two days of work for the team trials. Then you're going to miss a week's worth of work to go to Italy. So it's already a financial hit to begin with, unless you've got a ton of vacation. 
which most of us don't. And then uh, those know, trips are going to be ten, ten days. I mean, uh, Canada, France, those are, they're at least ten days, right? A, it's it's a long time. It's a you know it it is a financial hit for yeah. sure. And, and we're trying to raise money. We're trying to you know we're looking for sponsors. We are trying to raise money to keep make it easier on everybody. And uh, you know I've been in touch with D Fox. He's on the USA Archery Board. He promised me that he will have our entry fees and uniforms paid. That will be in the annual budget for 2021. Still, entry fees is $500. Team uh, jerseys like the one I'm wearing and Calvin and Fawn. And, you know, you can easily dump $200 of those. And so, you know, that's $700 that USA Archery has stepped up and paid for. And it's, you know, we just, we just, we just need to be, build the best team we can. Forget about the money. We need the best archers. That's the deal. Yeah. But unfortunately, no matter how you look at it, money still plays a role and it, 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 it plays a role in everything. You guys are obviously your business owners. You get it. You know, you know the struggle, especially amongst COVID, amongst people not working, people with with businesses or employers that were shut down. I mean, that just makes that just makes all of this even more difficult. It does. So, I mean, I think what you're doing is amazing, um, especially in the fact that you, it's because you care about the sport, you care about um, Team USA in general, and you know, it's it's something that. Uh, I wish more people would take that approach to growing Barebow and, and supporting it as a whole. You know, and longbow. Don't forget longbow, Frank. Oh, I'm sorry, Cal. No one cares about longbow. <laughs> hey, we've we got, we got to play a role, you know. That's where we send the lesser shooters. We send them to longbow. And we – listen – we we need uh, we need good compounders. You know, any part of the Bearboat family, you better go over there with some good compound shooters because they play into the team stuff. And That's a right. good Bearbow shooters and a good longbow shooter. You know, and yeah. Uh, oh, so it's a it's a team team deal. You know. Oh, here comes the whiteboard. Oh no. Not too talking. Thing, <laughs> the other thing with this boot camp, though. Doesn't. The other thing with the boot camp, though, is it's it's also a fundraiser. So yeah. this is the the money that that we're taking. So it's a hundred dollars for the weekend for all this information and all this learning that we're giving and 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 all the support that we're we're trying to give out. Um, so we do have to pay our facility, which is minimal, um, but everything else is going to go to Team USA Archery. So it's it's a fundraiser, but also trying to build this before Italy. Yeah, you're killing the mentors are so. not being right. The mentors are not being paid. We, we none of the mentors are paid. There is no hidden agenda with it. Nobody's making any money off of it except for Team USA to get us over there and to help with whatever we can possibly help with. Right. 
But John's I'm got his one new breakfast. Uh, is that road in crayon? <laughs> I can't. I can't even make out what it says. Our longer menu to be much better. Maybe yeah. just cow. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I want hey, the why don't you pick one up, John? Doesn't does John shoot a long bow every once in a while? Just saying. Hey, hey, if I'm not a real long bow. I'm waving for I want the best people to go. If it ain't me, then that's okay. You know? That's right. <laughs> but you know, Frank, that's a that's a valid point. You know, all of us is doing this work. Me, Calvin, John Denver, Jim Powell, Fawn, every one of us is doing this work, and most of us is going to you know, be at the trials to try to make the team. However, none of us may make the team. Right. True. We're, you know, we're willing <laughs> to help. Not. You know, Randy Irvine said Saturday night at a meeting we had, he said, I, I'm going to make the team. He said, I want to make the team. But if I don't, I still want to be there to help. You know, I will help any way I possibly can. And I know Calvin feels the same way, and I do, and, phone and all the rest of us you know we just want to build the absolute best team whether we're on it or not yeah we want absolutely. the best representation of the united states as we possibly can have that's all there is to it couldn't possibly have said it any better Fawn. i mean that's and that's that's sort of how the bearable project was formed was was uh, was just a general conversation on trying trying to help people get better but you know you're a, not as quite of a broad spectrum as what we are. You're focusing on Team USA and getting people who are already semi-advanced or are, are advanced shooters, and and then just raise, raising them up a level. And, That's right. And that exactly. that is what barebow in general needs. Honestly, that's what archery needs. But it's we. I mean, I don't want to get into the Olympic recurve compound barebow debate of any kind. But like compound Olympic recurve have a ton of that. You have a ton of it. You can go all over the place and train with whomever. It's not, it's there. Barebow hasn't really had that until the last two years, I would say. I don't, I don't, you know, maybe year. And it's, this is just another chapter of that. And I, I just want to say, you guys are awesome. <laughs> it's dude, oh. not on TV. <laughs> <laughs> He's spreading the Rona. <laughs> yeah, keep the Rona to yourself, Demmer. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to bring up about the boot camp? Anybody that's helping you already um, before we open up the Q&A and we pull up the rest of the uh, – we unmute the, our listeners that are along with us? Just if anybody has any ideas on, um, I'm, I'm trying to do the more sponsorship thing. I'm trying to push it so that we can get this sponsored completely. It'd be awesome to not have to worry about the financial part of it. Um, I'm trying to get with um, American companies. Um, I'm going to shout out for Freedom Whiskey and, and um, Black Rifle Coffee, you know, places like that, um, just because they're veteran owned and I'm a veteran from the Marine Corps. So it's one of those things that, you know, I'm reaching out to some of my, you know, um, veterans, but if there's anybody that has an idea or anything like that, that get a hold of me. I'm easy to find on Facebook. Um, call Dwayne. Everybody's got Dwayne's number. Um, yep. John's got my number. <laughs> you know, if anybody, if anybody does have an idea, though, 
I'm open to any ideas on how to make this better and, and get this, you know, financially secure. Absolutely. I have, I have some ideas as well, and I'll talk to you about those afterwards, but um, yeah, absolutely. People, if you hear this podcast, you watch the video on YouTube, if you have an idea, reach out to Fawn and, and, and help these and help this, uh, this cause, please. Um, with that being said, um, going to, unmute all and and i'm gonna just there's the few that are that are that are with us right now um there's there was there's a few more that may be back um if you guys do come up with any questions or anything everybody's unmuted all i ask is that if you have any background noise going on to mute yourself or i may do it just just um for audio purposes but i see ted santo santo's still muted yeah. Oh, I don't know. He's unmuted. He's unmuted. Okay. Ted's unmuted. Everybody is. If you guys have any questions, um, Sherry is un, is muted, but I'll yeah, I was going to ask about, so you mentioned about having to shoot targets that you're not familiar with. So um, are you going to work on trying to get some of those targets for your yes. boot camps? Yes. So maybe a way of, go ahead. I'm sorry. What we're, uh, what we're hoping to do is get a full range of those targets that we'll be shooting in Italy before the trials. So we can shoot them at the trials. We won't have them before that to look at them or shoot them, but at the trials, we will have them. And we hope to be able to purchase those targets. That's the game plan at the trials. Okay. Once the trials is over, we can purchase them, bring them home, and you know, shoot them as a team. Because maybe we can put out to some of the clubs ahead of time to sponsor those. So if like a whole bunch of clubs buy one target for you early, yep. <clears throat> try to get those uh, set up in time, and or fall on something like a GoFundMe page. It could be promoted in the community through Bearboat Project and say, hey, contribute to the success of the. Team US for 3D. Yep. Even if it's nickel and dime coming in, that's going to help a lot. Hey, a nickel and a dime help. Yeah. We have a. We probably of all of archery have the most um, supportive and active community. I think we there's definitely something to be said for that, and, and hopefully we can capitalize on that as well for those who are interested in pursuing Team USA and. You know, like I said, we'll we'll get there. It's a it's a great idea though to try to come up with a sponsor to help get the targets to um, to train for those. And what's the name of the targets again for for this round? SRT. SRT. Yep, they are made in Italy. Surprise! 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 <laughs> Ted's got a good idea. Uh, yes. Yeah, definitely. I want target. You know, I don't know how much those targets are, but we are—we don't need the big ones. We really need the small to intermediate stuff that we don't know. You know, big, big's big. You know, but uh, big is very expensive to ship. Yeah, if you put three or four small targets in a cardboard box, all the shut, all of a sudden the shipping is split three or four ways. Where some of the big targets, you know, they got to be shipped in three or four cardboard boxes. And we don't need the great big targets. The 10 ring on the great big targets are big. So, but the little bitty targets, you know, when we went to uh, France, 
we had meerkats that we'd never seen. We Wait, had chickens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shooting a crazy chicken. And <laughs> I got a picture of that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, this, this, is a this is a family program. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen that picture. Um, yeah, well, we, we even had rats and um, bob, bob white quail that we were shooting. Yeah. Rabbits. That, that, I mean, that are this big. Yeah. I'm looking at the, I'm actually looking at the SRT website right now as you guys are discussing it. And there's dodos. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, crazy stuff that we've never seen before. Vultures. They shoot, they shoot it all the time over there. Things I've never right. heard of. Yeah. Oh wow. But like a like the eleven ring. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that big, yeah. That's amazing. I'll tell you what, they're pretty neat looking targets, but they're a high quality target. I mean, when you watch videos being made, I mean, you know, they're handmade, they're hand painted, uh, the paint jobs look phenomenal, tons of detail, just super nice targets. And they're, they're, yeah, they are. They look, they look real nice. I just, some of the animals though, I'm just, I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah we had a Komodo dragon we had to shoot it. France had a humongous oh. big tortoise. Don't, don't bring up the dragon. You know, I don't like that dragon. There was some crazy stuff over there. Yeah. But it would be nice. It would be nice to be able to see and not like in France when we were preparing for it. The way we prepared for it is we got what three or four pictures of their target barn. Yeah. I mean, that's what we got. We, we didn't get any, you know, anything else that that they had. We had a picture of their target barn and then we found out maybe three weeks before we left what targets they were going to be shooting. Yeah. Mm. And they were wonderful targets. <laughs> um, I yeah. know the longbow, you guys broke a lot of your arrows because the targets were so hard yeah, just by shooting them. Yeah. It was tough. Well, it's ugly. And then, you know, the they had them at the target range. By the time we got there, they had them all shot out. Those those had to be the worst targets ever. I'm telling you, they were bad through the whole of the targets. Yeah, the the targets when they put up the range, they had four targets set up, and the line was about eight or eight or nine people deep on those four targets. And by the time I got up there, <laughs> honestly, there was a hole through a little deer as big as my head, and that's a big hole. I mean, it was. You know, it was just, we shot it through the shot to ten. It went right, right straight through. Right. Like, <laughs> the the there's, no, there's, there's, there's no target there. You know? Right, but it was just they they wore out and just the compound shooters would shoot a brand new target and blow plumb through it. Yeah, I mean wow. it just it was terrible bad. targets. Paint jobs didn't match the pictures. Uh, just no, not at all. It bad. It was bad. But they, some of them were used to shooting them, like the France French team. They they had a whole range to practice on before we yep. got there. So yeah, and uh, so advantage us in Canada. They was Reinhardt's advantage them next year because we don't have a clue what any of them things look like. So other than the pictures, so yeah, and and then you can't tell size. You know, for us gaffers, you know, we we got to 
we got to kind of know our animal to, you know, you know, what, what six inches look like on that thing, you know, I mean, you're almost uh, using your imagination, you know, instead of knowing, like, you know, targets or, that we shoot all the time. So, well, you need to start shooting like a real man and shoot instinctive. And I have to worry about fancy, fancy yeah. aiming techniques. I hope uh, <laughs> you can you can be instinctive men or at the at. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Ted I'm gonna I'm gonna go on yours. Um, we had talked about buying a course and then having um, after we shoot the course for the trials, hopefully have that course of those overseas targets, and then sell those to the people who make the team or send those to areas where there are numerous people. So like last year for Canada, there was five people within three hours of my house, um, both north and south and vice, you know, east, west, to where in my area, we had five people that had made the team. So, you know, to have somebody in a local area that has more than, you know, five or six targets, and then they can meet together and shoot together as part of the team. Maybe do those situations get, uh, on those targets. It would be awesome. Whoever makes whoever the team is, we could see what areas we could cover with uh, what we have, and you know, let them take them home, or you know, like right. the California. I'm sure we're going to have a few from California. Uh, you know, who you know, a few in the south, a few in the north or see how many people that makes the teams interested in keeping them all together and having another boot camp before we go would be the, that'd be yes. the best case scenario, but. Right. And that's what we would love to do is once the team is formed yeah. to have a boot camp with the team. Yeah. And if we got, got some of the trip paid for by donations and whatever, it might make it um, more appealing for somebody to jump on a plane and spend a weekend you know, in one particular place to have that boot camp before you go, you know, if you ain't got to pay for most of your trip, you know, I mean, all that, all that means something, you know, so. For sure. We could get John to pay for it. Yeah. John have plenty of money? He, evidently. He's not spending it on razors or clothes. Well, actually, I've been using the same razor. It's just, it's it's gone now. It's gone. <laughs> I'm so I'm yeah, so poor. Quit, I can't even replace the blades. <laughs> quit using it on your back and put it on your face. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Santo thought that was funny. <laughs> Santo knows all about back hair. It's awful quiet, or or we got him muted. So no, can't. no, he's he's not muted. He's I can't believe he's been this quiet either. Yeah. He's, he's, a he's a snake in the grass. It says that he's muted. Yeah. I'm looking at it. He's definitely not muted. Let's try, I'll, I'll mute and unmute you again and see if it works. His mouth is mute, moving and nothing's coming out of him. <laughs> Maybe. Well, he's, he's talking, but Zoom must be smart enough to mute him on his own, on their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely not muted. And Santo, when you see this, you put when I put my cursor on it, it says that you are not muted. So maybe you have an audio issue on your end. And maybe it's it, a blessing. Maybe it's a blessing, John. I don't know. <laughs> is, is he, maybe he didn't connect on the audio part. 
Yeah, yeah it might not. Yeah. No, that's okay. There he yeah. is. There he old, is. Old people in technology. <laughs> Say something, Santa. Wow. <laughs> we thought you. We heard. I thought we heard him for a second. No. 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 So well, well I mean, there we go. Uh oh. Santos. Connecting to boom check mark. There you go, Santo. Oh, he, yeah. No, he's I'm still muted again. No, still not. You must be having an issue on your end, buddy. Get Megan to help. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, well, any any other comments, Santo? I don't know if you can go to co to the chat, but you should be able to uh, to chat if you have anything you want to throw in there. Um, but Sherry, Trevor, Jerry, guys, have any comments or questions? Anything you want to bring up before we let these folks go for the evening? I don't. I don't think any of those are unmuted either. I. They all. Well, no, Trevor's not. Jerry, Jerry's, Jerry's, Jerry's unmuted as well. I think they're just maybe just having some some audio issues. If you haven't used Zoom before and you connect for the first time, it gives you options when you first get on, and it can yeah. definitely be somewhat cumbersome if if you're not familiar with it. Well, you know, Janet did mine because I don't know nothing. Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> At least I'm honest about it. <laughs> oh, Cal, too hard yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're something else so the next time you know so the next time we have to next time we schedule this group together we got to figure out when janet's on vacation oh i won't be there <laughs> there she is <laughs> calvin won't let her go on vacation <laughs> oh i will <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I ain't got anybody yelling at me, so you know. So, yeah. Well, if she's not around to do it, Demer will. Don't worry, he'll step in for her. <laughs> I'd have to feed him. <laughs> he tried to feed me Tide Pods last time I was out there. Hey, he tried to kill hey, me. Hey, I saved your life. That, you know, what's that? That's gone for nothing. You know, I could have left you. Just you tried to kill. You tried to kill me before with Tide Pods. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> but i'll tell you what i am uh i think we're gonna if you guys want to stick around for a little bit afterwards please do um but i think we're gonna we're gonna call it um uh i'm gonna i'm gonna end the record i want to thank you guys so much for hopping on fun where can the followers of barebow project find you specifically where can they follow you at Send you well, obviously Facebook is your primary, I guess. Instagram, but. Facebook. I, I don't do Instagram. Facebook's the only thing I do. Sorry. I am. Um, <laughs> or at the boot with, camp. With being a teacher. Oh, for the boot camp. Um, so we have um, USA 3D Archery Team at gmail.com. If you have any questions there, you can send them to me. Um, uh, and then, of course, on Facebook. So. Okay. Did I freeze? No, you're good. You're <laughs> good. Else is frozen. <laughs> Dwayne, no. how about you? Where where can people contact you, find you, communicate, look up the boot camp? Uh, I built a site under Facebook. It's I think it's 3D. Most people are already on it, but it's under uh, uh, one of the groups. It's the USA 3D Italy 
world championship or something to that effect. But uh, you can find it on Facebook pretty easy if you dig through it just a little bit. Uh, of course, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's your handle on Instagram? I think it's Bodog Martin. Yes, it is. Yep, B-O-W-D-O-G Martin. Uh, that's on Instagram. Of course, you know, my phone number is published about everywhere. A lot of people text me. Or I found it on the bathroom stall. Yes, most truck stops has my phone number published somewhere. <laughs> Where I got it. I didn't stop recording yet, please. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. John Dwayne, writes my number places. Do me a favor, <laughs> Dwayne, and share me share that link with me. Send it to me in, uh, on our message so okay. that I can share it through the Bearbell Project and try to generate um, a little bit there. Sure. Want, or whatever capacity you let me know. Um, and Cal, where can, where, can you, where can our followers find you? I'm, I'm everywhere. You know, I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Instagram. Uh, of course, you know, you can contact me through the business too. I mean, it's, it doesn't matter, whatever, whatever works for you. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of easy to get a hold of. You know, I got any code names. <laughs> well, well, that you know of. <laughs> that I know of. I got <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would call code names. CD Archer, you don't have a personal Instagram, just CD I, Archer. I think, I think my Instagram's under <laughs> CD. I was just going to say, you said you can contact me through the business and not that everybody's not going to know who you guys are, but what business is that and tell, where can people go? I know where they can go, but why don't yeah, you see the archery, you know, I think everybody knows what we do and, yeah. and, uh, and I, I think Facebook's my name, Calvin Smock. So, okay. uh, yeah. And I don't, that's about it really. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, you can. CDR Tree Gmail. Find, they so. want to email CDR Tree at gmail.com for email. Okay. And I believe your website is www.cdartree.com as well, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, we absolutely want to put that out for you guys, no, without a doubt. Well, All we're, right, we're, we're doing our best not to make this about any. Anything. No, that's okay. Hopefully that's the only way you might be able to get a hold of me. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, it's 100% okay. Like I said before, and even with the, the boot camp stuff, you know, money is involved. Business is involved. Thing, it, it, and, and CD Archery is supporting this be, via U2 specifically, and there's absolutely 150% nothing wrong with mentioning that. I think it's valid to, um, to support those who support Barabo. Well, It'd be silly if we didn't talk about it and, and ask them to come on. It's yeah. definitely absolutely definitely cool. And we, we we greatly appreciate the opportunity to get on here and you know talk about the boot camp. You know, the boot camp is hopefully something we can do, you know, yearly, every other year, you know, something. And you know, maybe it hopefully it'll grow into something that we can, you know, maybe do it just you know, everybody wants to get better. Well, you know, everybody wants to hit what they're aiming at or looking at or burning the hole in or whatever. And I mean, you know, a lot of us can hopefully shine, you know, shed a light on how to do that. I think, uh, you know, the last couple of years, people showed some interest. We, Hey, we, I've talked people into coming and trying out and literally going, uh, uh, I don't think any one of them regrets doing it, you know, and I'd like to see more people 
get excited about it. I mean, that's what you got to do is keep everybody excited about it because, um, you know, John had gone and, and uh, you know, we came back from France, you know, I think I told John, I goes, you know what? I get it. <laughs> you know, it was a fabulous experience, you know, and anybody that, uh, uh, that's uh, willing to put in some work, you know, has a chance of being on that team. And I, I guarantee you, they'll never regret doing it. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's part of the whole deal is keep everybody you know, thinking and trying and working on their game, you know, like Trevor Fielder walked up to me while we was doing Kennedy. He goes, what do you think everybody ought to do? I says, I think tomorrow you ought to start planning for 2021. That's what I think. And, and he took my advice and he got a long bow and he shot pretty dang good over the weekend. So he did, you know, I mean, that, that's why we're here now. You know, we ain't here a week before the, the team trials. You know, we want this now to get people thinking about it, working on it, trying to up their game. So, I mean, that's what it's about. The 2021 champions have been shooting throughout all of COVID, for sure. In all, all of archery, all of archery, not fair. Right. Absolutely. The people, the people who, who are serious, the people who want it, they're out there. They're they're out there practicing in some way. So they're making some kind of change that's going to make them a better shooter. Whatever that change is. Right. So you guys, you guys are spot on. Well, thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, no problem. I think Fawn said thank you, but she froze for a second. She um, did what's that. Yeah. No, I, I have a quick. I have a quick message from Santos. He says that he sends his love to everyone, but the stupid thing will not let him do anything. <laughs> See you, Santos. You got it, buddy. Thanks for your support, dude. <laughs>